0: Warning, this podcast may contain adult themes and inappropriate language not suitable for the kids. You've been warned.
1: Did you know that a dentist invented the electric chair? EFTM. Tech. Cars. Lifestyle. This is the EFTM
0: Podcast with Trevor Long, Chris Bowen and John Abood.
1: Makes sense to me. It is such no. a painful experience and annoying experience to go to the uh, dentist. I think the dentist in general uh, depressed people who didn't quite make being a doctor. So some bloke way back in history has invented the electric chair. But are we talking about instead? the electric
0: chair that they that you sit on at the dentist surgery that goes up and down and yep. it moves you in, or not the
1: one that buzzes you to death? Yeah, no, no, the one that buzzes you to death. Are you sure? Yep, capital punishment they call it, Trev still in force in the US and other places across the world. I think mainly uh, lethal injection is the preferred method these days. I think the electric chair's probably gone by the wayside. Seems a bit Jurassic, really, isn't it? It's an awful way to go. (laughs) They've got the sponge. I don't think they do that, do they? They still use the sponge. Yeah. Yeah. We've got to make sure it conducts. Yeah, I suppose.
0: (laughs) It's a pretty morbid... I, I just think that that fact is... Uh, a case of um, hearsay. I,
1: just, I think
0: what's happened here is, yeah, a bloke's gone, mate. You know, like he's he's at the dentist. He's but you know they bring you up a bit. He's yeah, like, yeah, He's going. You know, a dentist invented invented this electric chair. Yeah, right. And the bloke's gone, oh really? Yeah, and he's left. Yeah, having his molars done and stuff. Right. He's going to his mate and going, did you know a dentist invented invented the electric chair? Yeah. And what he meant, the dentist meant, was the chair you were sitting on, right?
1: Not the. Capital punishment one. Oh, okay and So it's hearsay And rumours And it's become I just don't believe It's fact I'm afraid If you go to the interwebs And go to Funology.com Everything Funology Everything <laughs> there Is a fact The tallest man In the world Was Robert Wadlow Who was 8 foot 11 And he fell over And died Because he was so tall <laughs> I've got lots of them Thomas Edison The inventor of the light bulb Was actually afraid Of the dark which makes sense, it makes doesn't Who invented, he invented the, el- the light bulb? <laughs> Who invented electricity? Abraham Lincoln once invented a device for lifting river boats over shallow water. Well, that's a good one. Actually, I can't use all these. Oh what my look? god! It's on Wikipedia. A dentist named Alfred P. Southwick. Yep, Southwick, one of the greats. Wow, that's that's the man, Southwick. Can I just do what Southwick? What about this? For talk about missed opportunities. Away. Vincent van Gogh only sold one painting in his whole life, and that was to his brother. Well, didn't he fuck up? <laughs> talk about making money after you die, like Elvis. That's probably where. Oh, maybe I'm again. I'm just jumping
0: to yeah. conclusions here. Maybe that's where the whole concept of artwork becoming so much more valuable after yeah, you yeah, die yeah. comes from. Because True.
1: Poor old Vince. Didn't he like, chop his ears off? Yeah, I think he did. Like chopper. Yeah. Have you seen the Mona Lisa? I think Da Vinci yeah. did that. Yeah. Have you seen it in yeah. person? At the Louvre. Isn't it just it's just a boring thing? It's painting. a real letdown. It's a bo-
0: it's a letdown a because you it's know, there's small. a huge like a thing, rope around it. You can't get really close to it. It's a couple, yeah. couple
1: of meters. And it's just too many people in the room. Too many too many people just and it's, get out folks. And it's really small. And and like it's behind bulletproof glass. And you know they've put silica in it. Like you know those little beads mm. just to maintain the humidity levels. And right. it's climate controlled in there. I was reading a bit about it the other day because I like Wikipedia Why? stuff because it, it's warped and so stuff. So you realise realised you years. read
0: the whole internet. You're going to read the whole Wikipedia now?
1: That's right. Well, yeah. I, you know what? I'm going to donate to Wikipedia. You know how that message comes up every now and then. I did that once. Did you? How much? I don't know. 50 bucks? Like 50 bucks? <laughs> Jesus. You are generous. That was, a that was a few years ago,
0: but I've since then gone, you know what, Jimmy? Yeah. Just put some ads on, mate.
1: Just get some ads on Just there. Just put some ads on. Embed
0: ads. I don't think anyone's going to think that yeah. because there's a Google. Ad for a you know red balloon or whatever, yeah. yeah, yeah. That they're going to think that editorially, Wikipedia
1: has yeah. been, uh, you know, influenced. Oh, shit, but then I'd have to pay for Wiki Premium, what? because I like Wikipedia everything when we go overseas, so, so we know where we are and where we go. So
0: you think they should have a like Wiki a premium, premium paid that Doesn't
1: have ads, no, no ads, like YouTube A paywall, A paywall. Well, see Jimmy, that's, that's a smarter idea. Duh. How's he making money anyway? He doesn't. Well, why is he doing it? Where does he get all the info? It's people. Oh. You know, you can create, just you can just update stuff. Oh, I've done that, actually. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I might change someone else's page at the moment. <laughs> Good start. I don't have a page to change, mate. What are you talking about? You're pretty high profile. I'm surprised you don't. I'm fi- we've talked about this. I'm filthy about it. Okay. Someone out there, get on the Wikipedia and create one for Trevor Long. I
0: created... I think we've we've definitely talked about this, but I helped create one for Joe Hildebrand.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had this
0: big fun thing on Twitter where we're like, mm. you know, why doesn't he have one? So we created one. Yeah. That, the Wikipedia editors, because it's you know a community of hundreds of editors, yeah. tried to take it down, mm. but we just, <laughs> you know, added more info, added more references, so and, it became, like legit. That, and yeah. it became legit. Yeah. That's good. That's really good. Um I'm I'm prepared to offer EFTM merchandise to people who make that happen. How old are you now?
1: Forty two. Yeah, you should ha you should have had one by now. No, I think I'm only just hitting my straps. You reckon? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. What do you think of Pete? I think you Pete. <laughs> <laughs> it's Just a slippery slide into <laughs> oblivion from now. The way you eat. Oh. <laughs> like, I think you should go for a full health check, actually, because I don't want to be left alone with all this shit that goes on in this office, because I don't think I'll be able to handle it, Trev. Oh, actually,
0: in the middle of last night, yeah. I woke up with a headache, oh. and I'm telling you... It was bad. Stroke. Like, I went to <laughs> <laughs> I went to bed with a, with a slight headache, but that's normally a good way to get rid of it, to sleep it off. You'd think so. So, I woke up with a headache. I went yeah. downstairs, got some paracetamol, had it, came back to bed. And I'm telling you, mate, it was like a piercing right. headache. Right. Like, one of the worst I've ever had. Yeah, like, yeah. I actually like, put my head on the pillow and went, it's all over. It's
1: a dormant like, aneurysm. This is it. Dormant aneurysm. This is it. It's yep. happening. Yeah, right. Like, I'm out. This is what happened. I'm going. Jeez. And when I wake up in the morning, I went, Whoa! <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> You're at that point. You have reached the pinnacle. Jeez. Okay. Anyway, speaking of the pinnacle. Let's get health insurance, uh, Trev. Uh. <laughs> speaking
0: of the pinnacle, uh, the Huawei P30 Pro. Ah, yes. Now, I have mentioned the camera on this phone before. I'm mm. pretty sure here on the podcast that I've lost track of mainly what we have done. Mm. But I, I've taken I've had this phone for six weeks. You have. Uh, it was launched uh, in Paris on a date, I can't remember, but it was six weeks ago. There are, Uh I was in uh, San Francisco, and I had the phone, and mm. I started using it from that day. Mm. Uh, and I was impressed from the first go, right? Now, the thing about phones is they're much-a-muchness. Mm. Um, there is no real great, amazing thing that one phone can do that another can't mm. when you put them. When you're just doing general Wikipediaing and stuff like that. Mm. But it's when you start to go, okay, for me, there's three... Four, let's call it four pillars to the decision-making or the, the standout difference between any one phone and another. First one is price, obviously. Um, the second one is design. Mm. Third is the camera. And the fourth is battery life. Sure. I, I think if if we only looked at phones on those four criteria, people could make up their mind. Mm. I, I don't think most other things matter about a phone. Yeah, that's true. And there's plenty of people that will do benchmark testing and tell you how the processor on this does this thing and that does better than that one or whatever. But I'm, I'm just looking at those four things. So... It's fifteen hundred ninety nine dollars, right? That is That's actually more expensive than any of the Samsung Samsung's latest phones. Mm. Um, they are offering like a two hundred dollars cash back or a two hundred dollars gift voucher now for Mother's Day. Sure. They were offering a Sonos speaker, so there is an incentive yep. regardless. Um, so it's cheaper than an iPhone ten this S is Max because uh, that Max. starts at seventeen hundred and goes up to about twenty four hundred. Yeah. Um, but how big is it? Is it about know, the same it's, size? It's isn't it? a similar size screen. Yeah, it is too. Yeah. 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 So I. That was, to be honest, one of my negatives. I don't like the size of it. I'd prefer a smaller phone. Fair enough. But, so price-wise, actually, very good price for a flagship phone, mm. uh, but not best on, on ground in terms of value dollar-wise. Uh, design-wise, I absolutely love it. And you know why, Bowen? Because it's not boring. Like, they've, there's only there's, only there's only two two variants available in Australia. They're both this kind of... Two tones. So this one's yeah. like a per- bluey pearl mm. that goes into a darker purple. Just, you know, it's a it's nice beautiful. shade. It really is beautiful. It is beautiful. Yeah. The, uh, the other one is, is a much deeper set of blues and purples. Right. So it just stands out. When you're holding this phone, it just looks completely different to yeah, any right. other phone that's out there, right?
1: Yeah. And it feel, I mean, the quality is inherent. You can feel that. I mean, I'm not sure what the material is. glass back, I assume. Yeah, glass back. Yeah. No, it's, it's got wireless
0: charging. So wireless reverse charging. Nice chargers. soft edges. I don't even mention half the things it has in, in my review. It's quite heavy. It is a heavy phone, yeah. no, no doubt. But they all are these yeah. days, frankly. Um, but so design-wise, it's mm. it's exceptional. Camera-wise, I've talked about it. It's just out of this world. Mm. The fact that you can take a photo of the moon mm. with a smartphone held in your hand mm. is ridiculous yep. and beyond parallel. Like and there's twenty times, fifty assume. times,
1: fifty times. Yep. Yeah.
0: So out of the box, and this is so there's three lenses on here. There's actually yeah. a fourth one, which is called a time of flight, right? Which is about kind of sends out it's like a radar sends yeah. out information so that it can work out the depth yep. in a photo but this huge square camera here is this 5 times optical mm. zoom like a periscope so mm. when you choose a 5 times zoom on this on this camera mm. <coughs> you're actually getting <coughs> excuse me I should just let you use microphone and stuff you're actually getting a, a an absolute zoom you're not getting mm. some digital zoom yep. so if you take your phone down yeah. and do a Uh, A zoom at the same level as me sitting here. I know this doesn't work on a podcast, but Mm. bring your phone over over here. Mm. If you now, if we now zoom in on that same area of the board, yep. Um, and and look at it. So you're getting what you're doing is you're actually just zooming in on the existing photo. So you're take you're zooming in on a a photo. You could you could have taken a one time zoom photo and just cropped it to that. Of course, yeah. Whereas this is taking an actual photo at five times zoom. Yeah. Ten times zoom is exceptional. Fifty times zoom is. Good, yeah. not amazing, but it's just—it's amazing that it can do it. Yeah. So camera out of this world. Yeah. Battery life. This is where Huawei have just been ridiculous for the last eighteen months. This is an all-day phone. All day. Now they say it's a two-day phone, and yeah. I'm sure it is. But yeah. who the hell's not charging their phone? Of every course, night? every night. Yeah. 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 It's is a ritual. That where you charge it's just, a ritual. just who the ritual. Who does it? Bed or yeah, where do exactly?
1: Right well, yeah? beside the bed, I've got a wireless charger that also does the. Um, you yeah,
0: drop it down. My, my watch. So I've never had to. I don't have a charging cable at my desk yeah. here. Um, I am often plugged into the car, but I don't mm. drive a lot, so no. it's not really adding that much to the day. Mm. Bottom line, this is an absolute all-day phone. I've never had any battery anxiety at all. And so mm. I'm halfway through the day, I'm only 88%. Yeah, that's uh,
1: great. Batteries, right? So what am I at here? I mean, uh, you can't tell. 92, I, I have had it plugged in, though. Um, you also got to work late. Yeah, <laughs> please. I got here at 10 past 9, quarter past 9. Early uh, or late. Yeah, I was stuck behind an L player through the Gorson Gorge. You know, it was very frustrating. I've got an MX-5 this week. You just imagine how frustrating we'll that was. We'll talk about that
0: ridiculousness
1: soon. Hey, um, is this the one that takes great photos in low light? Or what? Yes. I, I don't understand that concept. Like, you are taking pictures in pitch-black conditions, basically, mm, yeah. where there's no other light source, and so it looks like it's almost daylight.
0: This, and this is how does thing, that work? So, uh, the sensor behind the lenses, yeah. the thing that actually kind of creates the photo... Yeah is so big yeah. that it's able to see more. Yeah. And like on a, on a high-end camera, there's a thing called ISO you can adjust. Yeah. The higher you put the ISO, the more light mm. it lets into the photo. This thing could do a 400,000 ISO photo, 400, which is ridiculous. 000. The photo I took of Harry sleeping next to me at my mum's pub yeah. uh, the other weekend, it, it was a 100,000 ISO. Wow. So all it took was... A, so we are in a small one-bedroom cabin, mm. uh, en suite, in the cabin and I had the sliding door open two centimetres yeah. with a light on so yeah. that Harry didn't freak out about yeah. the dark. Yeah. So there was light in There's the room a little bit of light there but to there. my naked eye yeah. I could see him Yeah. but the the photo on the Huawei yeah. showed more and and lit more yeah. than I could see and a photo on an iPhone was just black.
1: It's just extraordinary isn't it? Pitch black yeah. and
0: and so that's the problem for me is I don't think and I've said this before I don't think another camera manufacturer smartphone mm. manufacturer can beat this this year I think only Huawei can beat themselves mm. Um, I don't think Apple need to worry because I don't think there's people in droves going out and switching from Apple to, to, to Android. Mm. Um, so I don't think Apple's the loser here. I think Samsung need to be worried because this phone's beautiful. But why? It's getting rave reviews. Yeah. It's, it's well-priced if you wanted to compare. Uh,
1: and they're spending bucket loads on marketing. Have you seen the ads? I mean, they're everywhere. Oh, they're incredible. Why is it, though, that Apple, who I mean I regard as making the best phones... Mm. Haven't come up with this sort of technology. I'm sure they've got the potential. But see, for Apple it.
0: aren't always the leader, right? Mm. The iPod was not the first yeah. MP3 player. Yeah, true. Um, the they Apple Watch was before. not the first smartwatch. Yeah. So, <clears throat> you know, it's not it's not like they're saying, "Well, we need a triple lens camera." Yeah, right. And the the word on the street is they're going to have a triple lens camera mm. this year. But is it okay in 2019 for Apple to release a product with 12 12 month old technology? Yeah. Now, um. in Apple's mind, Apple would never admit that they would always stand on stage and say mm. we have this amazing thing, and they basically ignore the fact that it exists mm. out in the in the wide world. Yeah, they literally—it's like wireless charging. We've got wireless charging. It's like, yeah. Jesus Christ, we've had that for the years. <laughs> are talking years, about? Yeah. So they do yeah. have this thing where they they talk specifically to their audience about their products yeah. and just bringing them on a new journey towards more products. Yeah. But I I worry for Apple that mm. they're going to get caught out in the next two to three years. Mm by just so much advancement in other phones, Mm. basic technology, battery life being one of them, and camera being
1: the other, Mm.
0: uh, you know, that that they actually are at risk of losing customers at some point. Yeah, but see,
1: you've got people like me, and I'll freely admit, I mean, I'm pig-headed when it comes to this sort of thing, like, I just will not swap, to like, you know, you've given me the opportunity to review those sorts of phones, and I just can't do it, I can't leave the Apple ecosystem, but... Really? Why not? I mean, it's like you know, people who won't switch mortgages and get a, a better interest rate. The, like, this is my point to you. Right? You really need to change your mindset about things if, if you want the best.
0: I here's what I yeah. we'll make the call out to the listener. Right, mm. <clears throat> I've said to Bowen, mm. his next challenge is to go to Android. He said to me over my dead body, yes, or words to that effect. Yeah. Um. My my question to the to the dear listener is. Tell us why Bowen should try. Mm. I'm not saying switch. I'm Mm. just saying why should Bowen try Mm. Android? Now, we're lucky. Mm. I can supply you with the best Android phone on the market, right? Just like you've currently got the best iPhone, right? So you don't have to compromise Mm. in in what you're getting, Mm. but you 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 would only do it under conditions that I would dictate, which are you can't be... Judging it in the mm. first two to three weeks, of it course, is a, you need to live. It with is it. a six-week. So I've had yeah. this for six weeks, and I'm confident that I know this phone back to front, and I'm, I'm not not talking out my ass yeah. when I say it's an exceptional. Yeah, phone exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but that's just me looking at a phone that I've used. You know, the style yeah. of phone I've used before. For you though, going to Android, your mm. biggest concerns are you know Siri, mm. <coughs> you use Siri a lot, or HomeKit, Home. Kit. yeah. So how many devices in your home are mm. not compatible with the Google ecosystem? That's what we need to find out. Yeah, You know, Philips,
1: you, you've got a lot of those. That's mm. all going to work. Yeah, exactly. You know? I, mean, I was actually thinking about this just last night. There's very few products that would not work outside of Apple, apart from the Eve products, which their are kit, locked into HomeKit. That's about it. Yeah. Plus, we know... Remember, you had the
0: Galaxy Watch from
1: Samsung before. That's right. You you liked that. I love that. There's a Huawei watch downstairs. I think it's better looking than the Apple Watch. Yeah, yeah, look, I'm just being pig-headed, to be honest. (coughs) And when I walk around the house and operate these things, I I am barking at Google. I'm not using Siri, because Google is more present. It's a speaker in each room. Yeah. I mean, it's even in the Nest camera, which is in the laundry. So it's everywhere. I don't carry the phone everywhere. So in a way, you're right, I could easily just... Drop the iPhone I want want people's Top two and three reasons Why Bowen
0: Should try Android Mm. So not Not just Not just why you love it But Mm. why should he try it What's different Because Do you know what If there's no compelling reason to Yeah then why bother?
1: It's the interface that worries me the most. Like where things are, where buttons are, where functions are, where to swipe, and how to swipe. Yeah, like just is, the other day, like I try to answer a phone call for you on your <laughs> behalf, and I go, "Oh fuck, you have to, you need to swipe right." Like you know, little things like yeah, that. Yeah. You know, which is why the ergonomics it of be, it all. Yeah. It has
0: to be that period of two two weeks yeah, or so exactly. where you go, you know, okay, mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna write a list of all the questions that Trev needs to answer yeah. for me. Yeah. And we'll answer them. All right.
1: Well, I think you're open to it. I think you're now. Open I, I to am it. open now. I've seen that. Oh, that's pretty spectacular from Huawei. Um. All right. Well, well send
0: send us your tweets uh, at eftm or jump on the Facebook page. We might put a post up uh, on the weekend or something uh, asking that very question from people to yep. see uh, what they think and we'll see what, what feedback we get.
1: And we move on to cars, and I'll tell you what, we've got a few of them at the moment in the EFTM garage. We've still got the Hyundai Ionic. Which is doing well. We've also. I jumped also,
0: back in that last night and loved it again.
1: You love it. And you're yep. actually thinking about buying one, which uh, I can understand. I still think you need to knock about 10 grand off of yeah, it. Yeah, 100%. If it was
0: 40, I'd, I'd literally be talking to Amanda today. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's a, it's a great car. But let's focus on the two SUVs which we've got um, yep. and, and have been reviewing. We've got a Kia Sorento in the garage for three months. Yep. And just the last couple of weeks, I've been driving the Mazda CX5 GT. Now, we'll start with Mazda first. The CX5 is what's well, the class leader in the segment, that mid-size SUV at that particular price point. Um, it's now got a new four cylinder turbocharged engine. So they've got four engines in, in the lineup petrol and diesel um, Did engines. Did you say in your
0: video there's like 11 variants?
1: 14 variants. 14. So there's a huge spread like there's the Max, the Sport, the Touring, the GT, and, what the, do you and reckon the Akira. That is? Uh, but it's like, like Twitter do that with the Hilux. Like there's a zillion different combinations, it's just so that they can they yeah, can have
0: a really good conversation much. with a potential buyer about finding something
1: to suit them that really suits you perfectly. Um, look, I, I've always loved the CX five. I love the look of it. It looks far more expensive than what it actually yep. is. Don't yep. you think? 100% I mean. It's, or inside and out. It's a beautiful looking car. It's got yep. that premium interior. Uh, the driving dynamics are pretty much spot on. Like I, I just can't fault it. Now with this turbo engine, you know, you've know got plenty of ground. I think it's 170 kilowatts of power, so it, it's one of those cars you can have fun in. It's got an all-wheel drive system on demand, so plenty of grip there as well. USB ports everywhere you need. The only problem I have, and I've been thinking about these things recently, about USBs, and the various charging systems on cars is, you know, some of them don't have them in the back, which is really annoying. Yeah, this does, but it's in the armrest, so you need it's to what? you need to fold the armrest down, and it's within the armrest. So that really takes out of the equation if you want three people sitting in the back. Yeah, it's a bit annoying. It should be below the air. Intake. I love the infotainment system on bit, a bit far out
0: of reach in the, the short drive that yeah. I did. I felt it was a bit out of reach. But I again, love that photo by the way on the website. Yeah, yeah. Go, go to, to FTF.com
1: and look at the review. It's got Apple CarPlay and Android Auto, so you know ticks all the boxes for me. Plenty of space. The GT, you know, you got nineteen inch rims, a nice Bose sound system. Fuel economy is pretty good nine point five liters. I was getting. Um, they claim eight point two. That, that, that's great. I gave it. out of 10 and you know it's around a 40 grand car so it's uh, relatively expensive 46 uh, what did I say actually I can't remember I should actually probably get back to right the down the bottom it said 46 yeah $46,000 yeah, by the time you get on the road you would be looking at about 50k but this is just shy of the top of the range Akira right. model so so
0: my thing about this is and, and you mentioned it's a mid-size SUV and yeah. you <coughs> criticised me for calling the Sorento mm. mid-size SUV mm. but I think that's the problem with yeah. small, medium and large cars that's so that, how's there three boxes to tick yeah I know there should be micro... Yeah. There is micro. It should be small, yeah. smaller, smallish, medium, yeah. slightly medium, large. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, mm. a for a Sorento to be a large, when yeah. you've got Prados and Land Cruisers on the yeah. road, yeah. and for a CX-5, which is remarkably smaller than a Sorento, yeah. yeah. to be even close to a similar category is weird. Yeah. <coughs> the Sorento that we've got from Kia is a $44,000 car. Seven-seater. Seven-seater. Mm. Seven-seater. Bigger thing on the road everywhere, but... Mm. Thing about it is, I don't mind the Kia interior at all. Like no, it that's is, alright. it is really nice. It's nowhere near as premium no. as the Mazda. Yeah. The Sorrento we've got is actually the Australian Open Edition, which is kind of in run out now. Yeah, but it's yeah. essentially the base model yep. with side steps and fog big bigger lights wheels and things and like that. Yeah. But it's cloth trim. Yeah. Uh, but it's still got the same infotainment system. Yeah doesn't have a head-up display, but it's got all the emergency braking in yeah. it. Like, I've actually really liked driving around in essentially a base model car because mm. it makes you appreciate what most people are probably go- yeah. going to afford is because they're getting into that. Like, I can afford a $45,000 yeah. car. So yeah. I can't afford fifty or sixty. dollars yeah. Like, the Kia Carnival, when we looked at it, we were looking at the Platinum and the Diesel, it was $63,000. i am like, oh, there's just no way. It's
1: a huge coin. It's
0: just crazy amount of money. $44,000 for the Sorento makes me go, oh, actually. Yeah. And you know what? I love it. I love driving it. Yeah. It drives really smoothly. Drives really easily. Um, it steers well. Like there's no, there's nothing that I have a problem with, other than the fact that it's a. We're driving the petrol. Mm. And so you've got that V6, that V6, which just feels like there's way too much power under your foot. I know mm. it's there for a purpose, but it just feels like there's way too much if you're yeah. not
1: a good controlled driver. Yeah. You're literally getting wheel spin. And it's not all-wheel drive. You've got a no. front-wheel drive model. Um, and, it, yeah, it's pretty heavy on fuel, isn't it? I yeah, jumped it. It's around 13 and a half. Yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I always go for the diesel when it comes to the Sorrento, Sorrento. I recommend the diesel, but... It is a substantial car. It's huge. And you're right. I mean, you compare it to this CX-5, which is 50 grand, basically. Um, but, you know, it does have things like a head-up display. Like, it's more techy. It's full you of Yeah, no, and
0: let's be clear. These but two cars shouldn't be compared no. together. Yeah. But I, what I say is, and we had this conversation, shouldn't we be looking at cars in a price bracket as opposed to a yeah. you know, medium, small, etc.? Because I think you're right. in the end, mm. <clears throat> it's like televisions. People say to me, oh, which TV should I buy? I go, yeah. what's, your, what's your budget? Yeah. Okay, because if you've got between three and four grand, oh my God, have we got a conversation now? Yeah, yeah. If you've got between one and two, same deal. Mm. But the next question is then what size? So you say, what price, do? You, how much can you spend? Mm. What is your budget? And then how many seats do you need? It's like buying a house. Yeah. You go, what's my budget and how many bedrooms do I need? Mm. As opposed to going, okay, I need a medium car. Who yeah. does that?
1: Yeah, true. I suppose. Yeah, well, that's right. It's how much money you've got to spend. I mean, you can get away of owning the Mazda CX-5 if you want to, but you can also get away with the Sorrento. I mean, you know. But how many people are really transporting seven people around? Like, it, it, So it's really
0: interesting because you know, we've, got, got we've got, got a family of five, yeah, right? And yeah. so I said to Amanda, why the hell do we need a seven-seater? Yeah. She's going, because you've got to pick up other people's kids sometimes. And there is. There's a lot of – essentially, it's like barter card, you yeah. know, as a parent. you yep. I'll pick up your kid today, yeah. and, mm. and then oh, you do ours next week and stuff like that because it's hard as a working mm. family, right? So the other day, Jacko and his mates went on the bus to go to the movies, I took the kids. We were just going to the shops. Mm. We got in the car, so there's three of us in the car. Mm. Jacko and two mates are on a bus. The bus has a crash. Oh, oh no. shit, you know. Unbelievable. It's yeah. What about Jackson? He sends a text. Yeah. And he goes, look look what happened. Yeah. And it's just a photo of a bus at a <laughs> bus stop. And I wrote back and went, well, what happened? Did, yeah. you, did you have to change bus? Yeah. Did the bus break down? Yeah. His mum goes, is the bus broken down? He's mm. going, the bus smashed. And we went, what are you talking <laughs> about? Thanks for <laughs> like breaking into us that way. In, you zoom in on the photo, yeah. you can see the yeah, bus is smashed. Damage. But it's clearly not obvious in the photo. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm in the car yeah. and I pull over and I'm texting, I, I ring Amanda, I so say I'm going to go and pick him up. Yeah. And I text him and say, stay where you are, I'm going to come get you. Yeah. So we pull up and three boys jump in, Harry's in the way in the back, Vivi's in the front, three boys Mm. in the middle. So with a seven-seater, I was able to help out in that situation. Now, no, it wasn't urgent because they could have kept walking to the shops and all those things. But it is amazing how much that extra seat makes a difference. Yeah. And so the Carnival Mm. is a seven-seater kind of by day. Yeah. Whereas for me, the Sorento is a five-seater by day. It's Mm. a wagon. Mm. Like I see the Sorento as a a legitimate Mm. replacement for our Commodore wagon. But in the Commodore, I can't just go. Yeah. Okay, we'll throw an extra kid in. Yeah, yeah. Whereas right. in this, I can just go. Yeah, you got that flexibility. There's an extra kid. Jump yeah. in the back, little fella. I'll take you home. We'll ring ring your yeah. dad. I'll tell him I'm coming home. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's the flexibility the seven seater allows. Yeah. You I, I don't think a family of five buys a buys a CX five. No, I would because because you can't you you can't run the risk of needing more space.
1: Yeah, that's a very good point. Um, it, so yeah,
0: I think I think price and seats are the two. In that order, are the yeah. two defining factors about a car, and then there's a bunch of other questions after that because obviously sports and all those things.
1: But the next step for me is the safety kit, and I mean all these cars now yep. pretty much have the autonomous emergency braking, yep. and a lot of them have the standard adaptive um, cruise control too. Will we find a
0: way to test that.
1: What do you, the, the AEB? Uh we can. As opposed to the way you do it, because I don't, it scares. It me. needs to be a metallic object, unfortunately. Yeah. You can't use it on a cardboard box. I'm just box.
0: thinking, like, can we can we get some metal? Like, does alfoil work? And put no, we're we'll we'll just big TV boxes. We could use one of those. Yeah, okay. I'm just thinking
1: it would be good And I'm test. telling you, it works. Just accept the fact it works. <laughs> I demonstrate it. Well, let's just use two press cars. I want to do a demo. I don't think... <laughs> I've seen... You remember the Volvo
0: yeah. auton Was it autonomous? It was a test of braking, wasn't it? Yeah. On It was like an election campaign or something in Australia. That's it right. Just smacked. It, it like, was a drama. Well, hang on a minute. It I want to do it on the Today Show, mate.
1: Just quickly, people often hear us talk about this sort of thing. They don't even know what we're talking yeah. about. Autonomous emergency braking is fucking fantastic and yeah. I've had it happen once or twice probably once in a BMW 3 series what it does is literally put up smash the brakes on as hard as you possibly can if you don't and you're about to rear end someone yeah. and mate it like cars can stop on a dime these days such as the braking the standard of tires it is just crucial technology yeah. and you know there's different layers of it uh, um, some of systems can pick up pedestrians and cyclists. Pedestrians is vital, I think. You know, to to, to be able to detect a person run out in front of you and pull up your car yeah. autonomously is great. I mean, because you know, we're all distracted in the car 100%. from the time to yeah, time. Yeah. I just think it's as important as an airbag or a seatbelt. So well, that's you why. Gotta have that's
0: it. why without it, you don't get a five star rating. Well, card. that
1: pretty much yeah, you have to have it these days. Yeah. You know, so great technology, and uh, it's in both the cars I've got this week, and also in the Ionic as well. So. Um, yeah, good debate there about SUVs, Trev. Why don't you get one? I just don't have enough money. <laughs> oh, come on, you're loaded. Oh, righty, mate. Well, okay. <laughs> <Fair laughs> All right, fair enough. We'll just keep roading him through out.
0: Should get the security camera vision of <laughs> uh, it. Would be it wouldn't work because there was a car in the garage at the time. But mm. I came. Back to the office, I was, I was sitting at my desk, you were leaving, and I heard this rustling downstairs, and it's it's just Bowen going through a box of stuff that I brought back from the Today Show going, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, Trevi. There's lots hey, of smart home is devices. Anything,
1: is there anything down here
0: you don't need? <laughs> Mate, you're salivating for days. Yes. So I finally relented and uh, threw, threw a couple of products at you, and one of them I thought was quite interesting mm. because we've uh, tested or, or at least used before the Holman smart tap we tried to test it you couldn't get it linked up with your phone i don't I think it it's
1: i think it's not compatible with the new iphone i think that's the problem
0: i think you're the problem but okay uh i got it working at home it yeah. was a really it wasn't a great looking app it yeah. was really clunky yeah, yeah. i just didn't like the experience and it's also a big bulky yeah. ugly thing too so this eve aqua smart water controller mm. is a smart tap so imagine your side tap take the hose off take the fittings off and you, you screw the eve in, mm. and then you screw the fitting in the, and the hose into mm. the bottom of the eve. So you turn the tap on all the time, yep. and the eve becomes the actual it's the valve. open and shut valve.
1: One thing I will say is that you need to go and buy an adapter to fit the tap because the opening at the top of the aqua is too small to fit Australian tap sizes. So you go and buy an adapter. I've
0: got all those. I mean, I've got adapters. Have you? Yeah. I didn't have one.
1: Oh, well, the, I, I've got a recycling water tap, right, and that's got a reverse thread to differentiate oh. from you know, a normal tap. So I had to go and buy the purple adapter. Uh, yeah, so I had to go get that. Anyway. Pain in the ass. So,
0: yeah, but a good point, though. It's not in the pack, so yeah, yeah. if you don't have the smaller adapters, you, yeah. you're screwed. But mm. So you, you've got the water tap on, yep. and the valve in the aqua is shut mm. until... Via Bluetooth, or there's a press button on it, yeah. um, or via a schedule, or mm. using Siri. Siri. You open the valve. Via and HomeKit. the hose turns on. Now, you mm. don't want to do that when the hose is just flailing around, but yeah. plug a sprinkler in, yep. and not a bad idea. Mm. My problem here is, so I lived in Perth for two years, longest mm. decade of my life. <laughs> um, but they're very, they're a very big. <laughs> <laughs> they're Good ve- times. They're very big in Perth on reticulation. Reticulation. Like when we built a house... Yeah. The, one of the second questions was, do you want a reticulation system? I'm yeah. like, hell yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, putting in proper pipes and taps that come up and yeah. the whole little automated thing. And it's all automated lawn control, right? Because right. I have water restrictions over there yeah. bigger than anyway. But, like, it's a big deal. Right. But in, a, in in Sydney, not much of that going around. It's mm. more, you know, put your sprinkler, put your sprinkler out and mm. water the lawn.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't leave my sprinkler sitting out,
1: though. No. so Yeah, that's the problem. I, yeah. I,
0: don't, I don't know how this tap plays a role in my life. Yeah. When I put a sprinkler out, and, of course, then I can just turn the tap on.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, look, I mean, I've been playing around with it a lot. I've, my sprinkler has been sitting out the front for a whole week now. Um, but the biggest problem with this is it runs off Bluetooth, not yep. Wi-Fi. Right. <clears throat> and the Bluetooth range is very ordinary. So, you know, the whole idea is to be able to sit inside and turn your tap on. You need to be within direct line of sight almost for right. it to connect. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: We're both struggling,
1: struggling today for some reason, and um, the the Bluetooth range is just appalling. And it's an Eve product, and I've got the door uh, and window contact sensors at home, which are fine in terms of Bluetooth. Like the if the laundry door at the back of the house opens and I am standing in the front yard, I'll get a notification instantly. But aren't they? I don't know why they they, don't do Wi Fi. No, that's not Wi Fi at all. It's Bluetooth. So I don't get why there's oh, Aquatap. Do you have to be home? So do they connect to the I
0: Apple can get TV it. I'll well? get
1: it now. If I'll get a notification now, the front so door.
0: they to your Apple TV then? to
1: the hub, the Apple TV Apple, hub. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if the transmitter side's stronger than the, what's inside the Aquatap. I don't know. Um,
0: I look, something it, to do with the metal around the tap or something as well. The only mm-hmm. benefit
1: is you can set the schedule, which then is running right. through the app. The app, so that's the way it's just watering every second day for fifteen so minutes. You,
0: how, let me. What's your watering situation at home? How often? When? When? What's your lawn care arrangement?
1: Well, man, it's hit and miss, really. I mean, I just look at the lawn, if it looks like it's going a bit brown, I start watering it again. That,
0: that's my problem. Like, so like <coughs> I go to Bunnings on one of those days where you don't really need anything, but you yeah, need yeah. something. I always end up with a bag of weed and feed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I go, I'm going to do this, mm. and then I read the instructions. Like, you got to water the lawn for two days. Yeah, and yeah, then, and, and, all and all that, that I'm shit. Like, oh, yeah. I'm not yeah. for yeah. that. But I'm more of a yeah, exactly. Yeah. Wait yeah. for it to look like it needs it, yeah. and then put some put the tap on, but. And then I go crazy. Like, I'm yep. every day. Every yep. night, it's on for an yep. hour, and then it's off, yep. and off you go. But again, like, I, d- I don't know anyone that's got a fixed mm. sprinkler or a tap. So I'm struggling with who's buying this product.
1: Yeah, look, and it's $179. Um, it is a big box hanging off the end of your tap. You need to make sure your connections are secure because the tap's always on. So the slightest leak could cause you a drama um, during the course of a day. Uh, Henry found the power button on it. So, I went out and started turning it on and off and on and off and on and off. <laughs> but there is a child lock, I, I found out subsequently. Which is that in the app? You, you can, you can dissolve, disable it? that. Yeah. So, look, it's a gimmick. They need to improve the Bluetooth range for it to really have any purpose or functionality, to be because,
0: honest. Because, so let's, here's my functionality, yeah. but it sounds in excess for 100, not 180 bucks to do this. Mm. But I have left the tap on. Yeah. I'll admit it. Yep, I've left. The t- I've gone. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the soaker hose on mm. and do it. And the next morning, I've gone. Wow, I've flooded the street. Yeah, here. I've done that. Yeah. Um, yeah, that that to me yeah. is going. Okay, so like I'm assuming. Can you set it so it just turns off every night at eight o'clock? Yeah, absolutely. Like yeah, lights for example. Yeah, so absolutely. Even if, it's, even if you didn't, even if it didn't turn it on,
1: you can it will turn itself off. Set routines and do everything. Yeah, right. yeah, 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 no, yeah, That's yeah. really handy in that way. Um, but see, uh, w- I, where I live was the first town in Australia to have a privately owned. Water supply, it's called flow systems. So, they send you, you, your sewage goes to them just down the road, and they send it back as recycled water. So, we're separate to Sydney, we've got Sydney water and flow systems. So, we're using recycled water, you don't need tank water. We yeah. get, you say, when the house is built, you don't need to get that basic rating because, you know, with your water tank, um, because you've already got recycled water, we can just use it all day. You pay for it. You know, it's pretty expensive, uh, just like Sydney water is, so we don't have any, you know, guilt about watering as much as we want as long as we can pay for it, if you know what I mean. Right, okay. Um, Flow systems now, I think, have made their way into other developments up the north coast, but uh, that's what I've got it plugged into, and um, I just water to my heart's content, to be honest. So you're watering with piss? I'm watering with shit and poo. The poo, sorry, which is the same thing. Shit and piss, that's what I am. (laughs) You know what? It says Does Henry know that? There's a warning sign on it that says it's not drinkable. Or what do they call it? It's not pot- portable water. Like, it's, I uh, mate, I filled up a glass with this stuff and hen- held it up to a glass of Sydney water. It's crystal clear. Like, it's going through so many filtration processes. I've got no doubt in my mind that you can drink it. Because they wouldn't let it, surely. Like, I worry about yeah. like kids running
0: through the sprinkler and, you know, nah. just...
1: Not a problem. It's just, it's just no issue. And, and to be honest, I think Goulburn—they uh, send some recycled water. They, they mix it with the the Sydney water, right. and so it happens everywhere overseas. Plenty of places are drinking recycled sewage. Um, it's perfectly safe. The government just hasn't you know got the guts to say, yeah, go ahead and drink your own shit. <laughs> <laughs> like we wash our clothes in it, so you use it in your toilet. <laughs> you use it in your washing machine, was. and you use it for watering outside. That's it's no great. Good on your flow systems. Just what cost no me eighty systems. bucks every month. That's all. Jesus.
0: My wife rang me this morning, said I got a story for you. Yeah, I went. Leave me alone, because um, I haven't seen too many. Good stories. No, no, I have really. She's very good at spotting stories for FTM. Yeah, and it was um, what happened. A, a drone was used. Yeah, to deliver a kidney for transplant right. in the USA, uh, University of Massachusetts, no Maryland, University of Maryland. Mm. So, a bloke working at the university or in the transport of organs, mm. sitting around going, "How annoying is the fact that you, you know, someone donates an organ." either through the giving of their own life uh, through tragic or unfortunate circumstances yeah. or um, voluntarily in the, in the case of a kidney in some mm. some cases. Mm. Um, and we put it in a car mm. and they drive to the hospital and they get stuck in traffic mm. and that can either render the organ useless mm. or it can actually change the success and fail rate mm. of the of the transplant. Well, often
1: they get a police escort. This used to happen in, on the radio all the time. Like yeah. you'd hear about a police escort. You know, totally. An organ escort. Yeah. Um,
0: so this guy's gone, well, and, and I'm... My first thought was, "Why didn't you use a chopper?" Yeah. But the cost of putting a chopper up, of course, is yeah, just yeah. intense. Yeah. So they've used a drone. So yeah. They've created a drone with all the redundancies in place, mm. and they've tested it officially with an actual dro- uh, actual organ for transplant. Uh, and it happened, uh, you know, in the last few days. Mm. It's epic. Like, and the thing this made me think about was not you know, how great's that and well done, but this is. This is where we should be talking about drones. Hmm. Like drones for Guzmani Gomez, drones for bloody Dominoes, drones yeah, for Amazon. Or
1: for flying people around with Uber. Like, you like, know, please. Let's just take a yeah, chill. Yeah.
0: Think about this. Now, okay, so you're right. You could use police escort. Yes, you could use um, a helicopter. Yeah. But now think about remote areas. Think about if you could get, you know, the flight time of these things up to 20 minutes or an hour. Because yeah. obviously this is just a five-kilometre flight. Yeah. Um, think that just for transplants. Mm. Now think about medical supplies. Mm. You know, someone's having some sort of episode somewhere in the mountains. Straight there. And Mm. uh, remote regional areas, also third world countries where helicopters are not prolific, Mm. Um, disaster zones, you know, there's been an earthquake or some Mm. other issue. Mm. You know, you bring in a fleet of drones to then take out Mm. supplies like, you know, urgent medical supplies. Mm. This is the kind of stuff we want to be talking about with drones. Absolutely.
1: Look, there's no doubt that we're going to see more and more drones in the sky, but I just worry about how cluttered the sky is going to become in that sort of, you know, zero to 100 metre space. I mean, they're going to have to have designated pathways, aren't they, for for drones, like highways in the sky I think that's what Cass is working on. Yeah.
0: And I've said this a million times before, I know, but the CEO of Domino said to me the the airspace between 50 and 150 metres is the the most peaceful place on Earth Mm. because the only thing that's there is birds. Yeah, yeah. Um, And not many of them in the general scheme of things. Yeah. So once you get your drone straight up in the air to fifty or one hundred and twenty meters mm. or something, and fly, even if there was hundreds of drones, I mate, mean, think about planes. Look at the mm. flight radar and the number of planes around. You think, oh, too many planes? Nah, yeah. no, of course they're sweet. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you'd have a you'd have a flight path yeah. essentially. Like in my local community Facebook yeah. group, yeah. they always whinging about choppers. Mm. There's a chopper in the air. Someone's <laughs> going to chopper up. Yeah. Last night, my wife hates me engaging in those things, but last <laughs> yeah. night I'm cooking a Barbie chopper. I yeah. took a photo and went, I don't know if anyone's ever mentioned this, but yeah. there's a chopper above the area.
1: <laughs> what was I'd it I on the
0: Facebook. Because often cares? they're doing aerial who surveys cares? of the power lines It was just and an stuff. R44. It was just someone taking a joy flight for all but I who care. Who cares? Exactly. But yeah. I just put it up as a piss take because yeah. everyone's going, it was... Comments are either fifty percent taking the piss as yeah. well, or fifty percent going. Oh, I wish we weren't. You wish it wasn't happening. You're in the flight path. Yeah, this area is yeah. a basically a flight path from yeah. Bankstown mm. to the north. Yeah, because they don't go into the city. No, they that's come right. Directly yeah.
1: up on an angle, very carefully People monitored.
0: Complain about those things, yeah. but I don't think drones because once they get to about hundred meters, you yeah. can't hear the bloody things either. No, exactly, yeah. they're actually quite yeah. hard to see yeah. too. Yeah. So yeah, I think there'll be flight paths yeah. uh, created, but. In reality, I'm I'm not really convinced yet that we're going to get to the point where my local Domino's is going to be delivering via drone because mm. they've got electric bikes. The kids are just riding yeah, out here. Yeah, I exactly. mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. there has to be an economy of scales that says, well, we've still got to pay the wages of those kids yeah. and all that. And there is time, so yeah. maybe it is faster and cheaper. But yeah. you know, I just I'm not yet seeing that drone delivery thing in reality. No. I know there's a lot of tests going on and all that kind of stuff, but this this to me is more exciting. The idea that you know, you could you could deploy a team mm. to Indonesia when there's a tsunami or yep. something, and go right. We've got ten mm. drones, we've got ten kits of antibiotics mm. or whatever, mm. and we know there's medical professionals mm. in these areas. Zup, go mm. there, and off they go, and Just they bloody land. The gear in.
1: Yeah, it's
0: fantastic.
1: Yeah, <sighs> like I, I think the commercial uses for drones are only going to expand. There's no doubt about it. But uh, I'm still not a fan of them at all. No. I just don't like the idea of them. Like kids in our street have got them, and they're flying around everywhere. They're going over houses, which you, you can't do. I just, I, I just don't like. They're intrusive. I don't like them being above me. Well, they shouldn't be. They shouldn't be. I know. Those but who's controlling it? I mean, who do you ring? Like, what do you do? Like, well,
0: if it's ha- if that was happening in my street, what would you what single, would you do? You every narc? single day, I, <laughs> if, I you'd ring casa. If I, no, <laughs> <maybe>. <laughs>
1: If I grip- <laughs> <laughs> particularly if it's near a navy base. <laughs> if if uh- if uh,
0: if there was
1: yeah if there long was, story if it was
0: identifiable yeah. I I would go and speak to them yeah. like, so a couple of years ago so down uh, off Pennanthills Hills Road mm. there's a street that we got friends that live down yeah and on New Year's Eve we go to their house yeah. and then we walk up the top of the street Pennant Hills Road you can see the city mm. so we're going up there and there's new apartments and there's mm. a bike pff, flies a drone off mm. the thing. yeah and he's down on the street and I he's he's just starting to bring it down and I yeah. walk past him and said listen mate. Yeah. Everything you're doing right now is illegal. <laughs> Drop off. Like you can't fly at night. You can't fly near people. Yeah. You go and read the rules. And I just walked away. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to tell these people. Yeah. Sometimes they just need to be told that. It's yeah. a simple. It's, it's honestly. People I know you're right. You need simple. to be up so front the with them. So the kids' parents yeah. Yeah. just need to be told. Listen. Yeah. It's great that your kids are having yeah. fun. I don't actually mind it up yeah. and down the street. But you're not meant to fly over yeah. people's houses, and yeah. that's just not See, on.
1: around Christmas time, I know we're harping on a bit, but around Christmas time on our local Facebook page, every neighbourhood's got one of those now, you get a message from some kid's parents saying, have you seen this white drone? You know, <laughs> young young Jimmy's been flying it. Keep a look out for it in your backyard. Well, no. Mate, young Jimmy's been crashing it. I know, oh, exactly. <laughs> Take control of your drones. They've almost taken over from lost dog announcements. It's now all about bloody lost drones. It's driving me mad out of pit town. But anyway... Breathe. That's my rant for okay, today. Everyone just breathe. I love my coffee, you don't. Um, you're into no. your Coca-Cola for when you want a caffeine hit. And I'm not sure you're actually doing it for a caffeine hit, are you? You're oh, just doing well, it for I don't. the taste. Yeah, I'm doing it for the taste. You like the taste of it.
0: I'm sure, but maybe there is something about the caffeine
1: that's... Oh, yeah, well, no doubt there's some sort of biological process happening in your brain that's seen you become addicted to a terrible oh, product. certainly a
0: biological process. Yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> now, look, uh, I I didn't grow up as a, a coffee person. I, my dad always drank, like, you know, the real cheap stuff, International roast, and um, uh, all those sorts of brand, Nescafe, Cafe 43. Was, that's it? all there was, yeah, yeah. So there was a big culture shift and coffee became really big in Australia and it's probably one of the... In terms of coffee, one of the best places in the world to get a decent coffee. Yeah. So I, I went down the Nespresso path uh, after trying things like, you know, Breville machines where mm-hmm. you've got to ground it yourself and tamper the coffee. Anyway, this great company that we've dealt with in the past, Ura. Yep. J-U-R-A. Now, they are a fairly high-end um, coffee machine maker, and they really focus on automatic, automatic um coffee machines and i've been reviewing over the last month or so their latest e8 machine it's um it's pretty incredible trev i mean it takes up a lot of space it's uh, this black piano colored machine you can make two espressos at once it's also got a milk frother connected to it and a water tank it's got a color screen it's got 15 different types of coffees you can make by just hitting a button the what's your go-to my go- in terms of what what, what, which button are you pushing? Well, I, I usually just go for an espresso. So a one-shot espresso is all I need in the morning. If I want to make a cappuccino, this machine does it perfectly. You connect the milk container to the side of it. There's a little tube that goes into the side, and it's got a fine milk frother. And it literally creates almost, almost, the the sort of standard cappuccino you'd get at a great barista. barista. Almost, I say. Not quite as good. Wait,
0: what, 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 mate, as a non-coffee person... Mm. I don't understand. What what is different? It's still coffee and a froth milk and like what, how's it different?
1: Well, it's different because all it's you need it doesn't to do is make a little
0: pattern on the top.
1: <laughs> exactly. That's right. You don't get the pattern on, on top. The taste to me is the same. I mean, you, you, Hang on. You, 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 you're you not doing the, you're not doing it manually. You know, it's an art form. Yeah, uh, but being the a barista is the same. a profession. Said that. It tastes the same, but, you know, <sighs> I don't know. The it's the background story to how the coffee's made. You know, you, you the oh. professional making it for you. But look, this is simple. You simply pour a bag of beans into the top of this device. You can even use grounded coffee. Hit the button and away it goes. It's got all this crazy technology in it, pulse extraction process which you know forces the water through the coffee beans at the correct rate to give you the aroma and the the proper creme on top of the the coffee um it's a very expensive machine two thousand dollars how much
0: have you got to love coffee to spend two grand on a
1: mate they've got a four gram machine called the z6 i think um which has got artificial intelligence in it they're going to send us for review so i'll have that in a couple of months Uh, look when you think of coffee, you don't think of the quality of the water as well. It's also got a water purification system on board, so it makes sure that the water is absolutely perfect for, for your brew, and also that helps keep the coffee machine
0: clean. So who gets a Euro over a Nespresso pod machine? Is it someone that really does... Is, there, is it a taste thing because Nespresso has all the different flavors? It's a taste flavors.
1: and it's a convenience thing, really. I mean... Nespresso is good. They they offer a range of flavours, but to be honest, it's sort of mid-range. You can buy a really expensive bag of coffee um, beans, which I've been doing. Illy, for example, costs about $16 or $17 a kilo of coffee beans, and it's a, a beautiful coffee. There's no doubt about it. A beautiful coffee. But I don't want to go through this messy process of having a grinder, having a separate grinder, and having it, what they call tampering it, which is when you push it down, you know. It's got to be a certain consistency before the water runs through it. I just want to hit a button and make it all happen. And that's so what this, this sort of machine that? does. It does everything. Oh, it even okay. self-cleans itself. I was going to say, what about the cleaning? It cleans oh, I can itself. I remember a decade or two ago, yep. a coffee machine coming into our office. Yeah. And it didn't last long because no one will clean it. No one will clean it. Well, it, it basically cleans itself. You will need to manually empty the drip tray at some point. And obviously, the coffee ground tray needs to, to go after a day, but it reminds you to do that. So that's the only thing you do. Um, the the milk frotter itself can become clogged from time to time. But again, the machine will realize that and blast it out with a bit of steam. It's an amazing device. It's got a nice little, as you, what they call them, TFT color screen on the front. It's a beautiful looking thing. It takes up a, you need a fairly large bench space to accommodate it. But yeah. What a GC thing. She loved it. She's absolutely addicted to it. Right. Like We're just having coffees all day. I'm having coffees at 8.30 at night just for the point of it, like just because we've got one. Uh, sadly, it has to go back. No, but so basically she's experiencing a better... It's yeah. a better experience than, it is. than the pods. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. And I guess yeah. that would be a good thing when people come around too. Oh, yeah, they love it. Yeah, it's yeah, a real yeah. novelty. So, look, um, $2,000. There's no way you'd ever get me spending that sort of money on a coffee machine. But if you want cafe-standard coffee without all the hassle, the E8 maybe. be worth looking at. I mean, just go to Euro. I mean, it's not a widely known brand in Australia, I'd suggest, at this point, but they do make high-end coffee machines, and they do it particularly well. All right, full details at eftm.com.
0: We talked about your uh, lawn maintenance routine earlier. Did. us talk about lawns again. Uh, I spent six weeks before I reviewed that phone, Mm. the Huawei P30 Pro, Uh, I spent 12 months uh, before I reviewed the Ryobi
1: Electric... <laughs> you've, you've, that's, this is the longest period I've ever seen of, uh, in terms of having a product before you've reviewed it. A solid year. Talk about a long-termer. Well,
0: I think it's important. Yeah. yeah. I really do. Okay. Because, you know, you've got to experience it through the highs and lows of the lawn season. Sure. And this, this came about because I did a segment, in fact, on the mm. Today Show about lawn equipment. Didn't It was a very... Uh, controversial segment because we had chainsaws. But yes, anyway, I noticed. Um, all right, the Ryobi guy said to me afterwards, he said, "Feel free to review them." Hold yeah. of them. So I did. Yes. So I had a. I've got a lawnmower. Yeah. Uh, I've got a, a line trimmer, edger, you know, whipper snipper. Uh, I bought a, a blower vac from mm. Bunnings, at hundred bucks. Yep. With the same battery, system same battery, as, the, yeah. as the trimmer, so a Ryobi battery. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Ryobi yeah, battery, yeah. and then and I've also got a chainsaw. I've actually got two. If you need yeah. one. Um, what did
1: you need a chainsaw for? I know.
0: I did use it. What on? Oh, because oh, you've got big trees out front. There was, there out was, the was front. a tree uh, at the back that yeah. just half died, so I just chopped yeah, them right. up down. it down. It's good. Um, <laughs> very small a one. <laughs> <laughs> very small one. Yeah. Anyway, so first and foremost, they're not all the same battery. Yeah. The mower, yeah. Ha- and I haven't got the details in front of me, so it's yeah. all at eftm.com, but the yeah. mower is like a 36-volt battery. It's this yeah. big bastard of a thing yeah. that you charge separately in its own thing.
1: Thirty six volt, that's pretty big. Like yeah. it's a big yeah. it's a big battery. Yeah.
0: Whereas all the other things, the I've got I bought a drill on the weekend for the office, mm. uh, the the blower, the line trimmer, mm. the chainsaws all yep. use the one plus battery system. So it's yep. a fantastic system. Yep. I can imagine maybe not tradies, I don't know what grade Ryobi yeah. is, but I can imagine having and Maybe I should talk to the people at Rabi mm. about this. Uh, like mm. a, a, a wall unit you know, <laughs> that, that has like chargers for the, all the batteries. Oh, right, okay. You've got multiple batteries, yeah. you've only got a few, but like you've got a dock. All, the, all the kits, yeah. You know, all, yeah. all, all the kit. Anyway, yeah. the the mower blew my mind, yeah. Okay, I've got a Husk Fana yeah. 18 or 19 inch petrol bloody mm. mower, it's a big bastard of mm. a thing. Mm. It goes like the clappers, yeah. no dramas at all. I have it serviced now and then. Yeah. Um, but it's had it's it's had it's ups and downs. Like yeah. the the wheels have come off at the front. It's been it's, it's been, been a pull start. Yeah, yeah. Proper traditional, good old ma Hate that. This buddy Ryobi yeah. is small, plastic, yeah. feels flimsy. Mm. Take it out in the, the thing. You press one button mm. with your thumb. You squeeze the triggers uh, with your other hand, and it starts. Right, Woof, like a like a vacuum. Yeah, it's quiet vacuum. Yeah. Even the neighbour said to me, "What are you doing?" I went, <laughs> "It's electric. <laughs> it's electric." And mate, it. Cut the grass better than the husky. I'm not shitting you, mate. It was better. Now, I to be clear, I'm a I'm a regular mower yeah. and a mulcher. Mm. I don't go catch it mainly because I'm oh, lazy. Oh, mulch? Yeah, I'm lazy. I don't want to take the catcher off and empty it out. I mulch.
1: Is it specifically a mulcher though, or no, no, no? Yeah,
0: you can. It's got a catcher. Yeah, right. Okay. But here's my biggest negative: is you've got to have a screwdriver to undo the the attachment to to oh. the mulching attachment, yeah. to then be able to put the, oh, the okay, catcher right. on. Yeah, yeah, right. So on my huskvarner, I yeah. can just pull this thing yeah. out the back and throw the catcher on. Sure. It's a pretty easy thing. So I've had this thing on 100% mulch, yep. and it's just, man, flies. Yeah. Like, it's it's weird because it's this plasticky thing, and that's my mm. biggest negative, mm. but it absolutely smashes yeah. the lawn. And I've got a big uh, eucalyptus tree out the front of my yeah. joint. Branches, no, drops sorry, all the crap,
1: bark, mm. leaves, everything. Mm. I just go straight over, over it. it, and it just goes. How it long? is unbelievable. How much juice would you get out of it? How long would it go for? You reckon?
0: Um, I would say about an hour and ten. Yeah, because um, my place is about a two and a half hour, yeah. three hour. mow, and I have to stop in the middle. Two and a half, really? Yeah, fair It's Like four different. I suppose oh, you, like you got do, a fucking yeah. Mansion, but yeah. I've just got a really awkwardly shaped backyard, yeah. yeah, yeah. A, a pretty standard side yard, mm. and then my driveway is a U-shaped. Yeah. Fuck, it sounds like a mansion, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It? Sound it's sound really like a not. How big's your block? Bigish. I don't know. Eight hundred.
1: I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what mine is
0: anyway. So, and th- yeah. there's sections of lawn, yeah. right? So I, what I do is I do two sections, yeah. and then the other two I need, to, I, I charge yeah. and do another one, um, and in between I do the whipper snipping. Mm. So I don't really have a problem. Mm. Uh, have lunch, do the whips and you come back sure. and you finish it off. Or you just get another battery if yeah. you're that desperate. Yeah. It's like a 499 599 mower, mm. which is still relatively cheap for a mower. It's not a bad price. Yeah. But I- in a store, you'd walk in and you go, no way I'm buying that because no. it's plasticky. Yep. I don't like it. Whereas there's a big chunky mm. metal mower over here. It feels weighty. Yeah. I'm telling you, do not let that put you off. Right. It's exceptional. How Quar- would it actually, well, cuts really close to the edge as well. You know, you go along the edge, it's... Yeah, it's actually cutting really close to the oh, edge. Oh, really? Of the okay. Yeah, it's
1: all right. That's good. How oh, would it handle? Way, you know, you've let it go for a bit too long. Boom!
0: I'm going to answer that for you right now. Yeah. Badly.
1: Badly. Yeah.
0: You know, you're going to have to pull it up to five. Okay. Right. And, and then maybe go over it again. And and probably not mulch. Yeah. And you're going to have to go over it again. Okay. So I yeah. won't lie. In the yeah. last twelve months, I had to air tasker. Right. Uh, two months ago, I got task. an air tasker to come yeah. in and just yeah, yeah okay. because I'd been away. Yeah. Like we had we had Barcelona. Mm. Mm. There's a lot of lot of yeah. things going a lot on. Of shit going down. I just didn't get to the lawn. Yeah, it, it was not yeah. my priority. You had someone else come around and cut your grass. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so to speak. And he was a he was a Neville, so yeah. it, there was no no oh, real cutting. There was no real cutting grass issues yeah. there. Is what I'm getting. At. Um, but once that happened, you know, I was just backed back into it. So if I hadn't have lost the the mojo, mm. it would have been would have been perfect.
1: Would you feel confident? Like sometimes I want to mow in the morning because I don't have time in the afternoon. But there's a bit of morning dew still, particularly no in winter. In wet, have, wet conditions, no drama. Smash it. The only problem is because I mulch, you yeah. end up with a different. See,
0: yeah. that's when I, that's why I don't yeah. do it in the morning because mm. mulching is fine in the daytime because yeah. it spreads. But yeah. uh, a wet lawn, wet mulch, You get yeah. those, you get clumps that line together. of clumps. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah so like that the line trimmer
1: yeah.
0: did certainly not as powerful. Mm. I've got a husk husqvarna. I bought the husqvarna, and mm. by the way, but of the the line trimmer didn't feel as powerful. Yeah. But it actually is like it yeah. does everything it needed to do. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't sound and and it kind of doesn't feel like it's yeah. clipping as powerfully. But it did everything yeah. I needed to do. But the Someone's got to come up with the perfect system for putting line on the
1: line trimmers. Yeah. It's
0: my fucking biggest bugbear I have. to re thread it. Yeah. You're going to re thread it
1: and you to put it through the hole. It's stupid. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a trick that works. You know how the, the line breaks. <clears throat> you should soak the actual line. Like take the thing off, soak it in water. So the next time you use it, it gives it more flexibility, I guess. And it doesn't break as easy. It's not as brittle. That's what my father in law taught breaks. me. You know how the line breaks all the time on the line trimmer? It's meant to break. It the cuts that's the whole point. The whippersnapper line. Yeah. Yeah, but you, you know when it snaps and then it goes inside, then you've got to re-thread you've the whole thing. Never had that. Mate, if you soak it in, what do you mean? Never had that happen. Well, why do you think they give you like four metres of, of line trim? No, but you just, you, you pump it out. You bring a bit more out. No, but sometimes it snaps off and it goes. I've never had it snap goes, off and go in. Well, that, that happens to me all the time. Wow. So I soak it in water and well, it's well, not as brittle. What line trim have you got? It's a Ryobi, petrol-powered. It's just weird. Can I say about that? I actually had a Ryobi um, electric, but it was, um, it was, uh, had Corded. a cord. Isn't that the world's most dangerous product?
0: Oh, you know what? Remember our old house fuck around me. the corner? We had that yeah. backyard smaller than this lounge. Yeah, that, I had electric
1: with a the cord there too. And yeah, it's like, fuck. Because oh. you do tend to walk backwards, backwards sometimes. and forwards, backwards and forwards. It's so easy. I mean, Hopefully the, the circuit breaker would circuit go breaker, off. Circuit breaker, yeah, You know. yeah. rely on it. But Jesus Christ, I came close look, a couple of times. I've put, put the details up at EFTM.com. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I'm converted.
0: Okay. I'm fully electric. Fully electric. I'm, I'm going to get rid of the Husqvarna And then
1: you're going to get an Ionic. Wow. <laughs> and your mower and your blower. I probably should get solar panels. Yeah, and a Tesla battery. Maybe Just go the whole lot. EFTM. This is the EFTM Podcast. EFTM
0: Podcast.
1: Now, I can't talk about this until later next week, but I went to a launch yesterday with BMW over the last couple of days down in Melbourne where we drove somewhere in the new 8 Series and the new Z4. Now, the Z4 is a convertible, um, and just coincidentally, this week's um, EFTM car is a Mazda MX-5, which is a convertible. Yep. I drove to work today with the roof off. I'm not a big convertible fan. I don't like people looking down on me. I feel a little bit insecure have to well, wear a truck hat. drivers look in india yeah particularly in a car that's a very small car yeah. Trucky, truckies looking down i feel like i can't play the music that i want to play because they may think i'm sort of some sort of hairdresser of a particular persuasion but anyway
0: we just can't say that is it my right? trip
1: thankfully to work is mainly through bushland and it's only until i get to horns so where you're happy being a... yeah uh, I was listening to Kylie Minogue, <laughs> Robbie Williams, everything. I was spinning around on and on like this, all that. And Vanessa Marossi even got a run. It's a bit of a concern, isn't it? It's my music choice. But look, I think driving to work in a convertible weekdays says a lot about a person.
0: I think it should be barred.
1: There was a program director at a radio station I used to work for who would drive to work in the dark with the roof off. That is... That just makes no sense to me. Who was that? David Kidd.
0: Oh, I thought Ian Walker. He had Do a. Ian? He, no, he, he probably, had a BMW
1: convertible. Cool. I don't and know. David Kid. Let me just say, yeah,
0: he's no hairdresser.
1: No, he's no hairdresser. He's not. He's a. He's a. Yeah, he's a man's man, Mister David Kidd, If you're listening, not that there's anything wrong with that, Mister. <laughs> Good man. Maybe in touch suit. Um, <laughs> but look, no, I think. Convertible right. says a lot about people, don't you, don't you think? Like, oh, mate, it's I a weekend activity, dropping the roof and with your
0: wife. I saw a beautiful old car. I don't know what it was. Yes. Let's just call it an old Rolls, but it had yeah. a soft top. Yeah. And driving in the M2 yeah. like two days ago, mm. and the top was down. Respect. Yeah. Like classic Total old respect. car. Total respect. Old elderly gentleman. Get it off. And his wife. Yep. Just beautiful. Go Love topless. It. Well done. Yeah. But mate, if you're driving down a, the M2 a anything past 1980 yeah. uh, convertible yeah. with the top down on your way to work, mm. you you are showing off. Yeah. You are an
1: outrage. Yeah. And I
0: hope it pisses
1: down rain. Yeah. And that's another thing. The BMW 8 series, like I suppose I can tell you this. It's unbelievable. It's also a convertible. It's a coupe and a convertible. It, it is like a Bentley Continental. It's a it's a fucking four point four liter V eight. Just unbelievable. Um, you take the roof off. You can take the roof off up to fifty kilometers an hour. Now it was a bit colder in Victoria. The armrest was heated. The center console armrest was heated. It has this thing called an air collar, which blows hot air on your neck. The steering wheel was Mate, heated. You're being a wanker. The seat Leave was heated. the BMW
0: heated. next week. I mean, how good's what, that? What you meant to tell us was that you could put the thing, the roof up at 50 k's an 50 hour. 50 k's an hour. Point. Mate,
1: I tried it. It'll be in the video review you'll see next week. But uh, the Mazda could only see, uh, MX-5 can only do it up to 10 kilometres an hour. So uh, that's a little bit Mate, annoying.
0: I think anyone that puts the roof up and down anywhere other than their own driveway yep. is a wanker.
1: You know what, also, I'm not a fan of the canvas. Oregon's got to be a hard top. But they're going the way of canvas because it makes the car a lot lighter as opposed to having a hard top. Because um, convertibles are, are heavy because there's a lot more... Of the mechanisms. The mechanisms and also the reinforcement that's yeah. needed to make it not flexible. Um, but anyway, look, uh, if you're commuting oh, to work in a convertible, say, you're a wanker. I
0: just would never own a, own a convertible.
1: no. Look, despite the anti-roll bars it. that pop up at the rear, um, if you roll a convertible, I reckon you're in a lot of you're a world of pain. I'm sorry, it's just not safe to roll a convertible because the in, the roll bars now pop up like an airbag; do they you explode. Often,
0: do you often think about rolling cars. Yes,
1: the way I drive. Yes, yeah, <laughs> because your hands are going to no doubt go out the roof. I mean, it's not going to be a good scenario if you roll a convertible. I'm afraid. I don't think rolling anything is going to be a good scenario. No, but yeah, but if you're going to roll, just don't roll in a convertible. Okay. If you're going to buy a car, don't buy a convertible. Yeah. Well, that's another thing. Why would you buy one? I don't...
0: Yeah, this is a good point. Yeah. Unless you are a regular, like... Because that
1: roof's going to leak eventually. I'll be honest. And that's it's going to age I and can't fade. imagine
0: my wife and I ever getting in the car and going, well, even when the kids have left home, going, let's just let's go for a drive. But you had this the... point ever
1: happen. You had the Berina Capri. Yeah, mate, the, that was her car. That was her car. The Did she have a driver with had... the roof down? Yeah. Which was manual, of course. Manual. Yeah. yeah. I took it down. I, just... I mean, yeah, you would have looked like a serious tosser getting around that thing. <laughs> Jesus. Anyway, anyway, well, I'm going to drive home. If it's not raining, I'm going to drive home this afternoon with the roof off again. I thought you were going to take the Ionic. What?
0: And leave the MX Five for me to have a look
1: at. You're going to young. Oh. oh, I'll do what you want. I don't care. We've got several cars. <laughs> it's well, we'll good. D- discuss it after. This. We actually sell high tosses ourselves now. Here we are. <laughs> Oh dog um, (coughs) John Abu, by the way, will be back sometime in the future. It's just been a timing issue. Um, He's been unavailable. I know you're all missing him. I'm missing him.
0: He works in the daytime. He works in the daytime. We work work in the daytime too.
1: Yeah, we do too. um, Before
0: we sign off, um, I just want to acknowledge that, uh, do you realise it's, uh, I'm thinking now, 15 years since Chippy died
1: today. What's the date? 3rd of May. Jesus, it is too. So that great. was Peter Fralingos. That so was like on a Monday?
0: <coughs> we worked with uh, in great detail back at 2GB on the yeah. continuous call team. Uh, wow. Died on this day. 15, is it 15 days? Never forget 15 the day. years. Yeah, uh, 2004. yeah it 2004. Yeah, it would be. I was at Craig Gabriel's
1: house. I was uh, at, fixing I was his computer when I got the call. I was in my bedroom at home, 21 Brady's Gully Road, North Cross when I found out. What a great man. Great man. Yeah. It's Loving good to see bits. they've renamed the, uh, well, not renamed, but continued his legacy. at uh, Stadium. Stadium.
0: the Peter Fralingos Media Centre. Exactly.
1: Yeah, no, Chippy, would, he was a very, very funny Good man. Times. Didn't he love his cars? He loved his little Mercedes you know C class.
0: I'll end yeah. saying this: yeah. I, I reckon, I reckon Chippy would fucking love what we do right now. He would. He'd be
1: wrapped. You know, he would be going. He'd this be whole going, thing's a G- up. Yeah. this is just a website of an office. <laughs> That's what he'd say. Oh, you're kidding! No one listens he'd, to this shit. And then he'd be like. Can you get me a Mercedes? <laughs> oh, that's the Rorts. Yeah, exactly. Oh, by the <laughs> way, and he give you that look, he'd tilt his head. Go, <laughs> well, this is Bowen. Yeah. <laughs> this is <that> yeah. <laughs> Good man, Good man, Chippy. Else. We'll be
0: back next week on the EFTM podcast.